Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. The Big Bet, brought to you by our casino partners, Commerce Casino. Postmaster Johnny is going to be the star of this one with an exciting round of Johnny Doesn't Know. Johnny Doesn't Know. Oh, and I was like, okay. Oh, Johnny Doesn't Know. Oh. I didn't know Vegas was like in Nevada for like a while. Johnny Doesn't Know. Johnny Doesn't Know. Gelato sounds like jello. Johnny Doesn't Know. It like goes <laughs> wiggles. So How do you many, feel about your intro, Johnny? I love that. Yeah. Wooga, 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 so wooga, many wooga. thoughts about Johnny on the uh, goat line. Hey, guys. Um, I actually just had a high idea. Um, I think because of the Postmaster Johnny song that you guys use where you ask him ridiculous questions that he does not know the answers to, questions about uh, vocabulary words that he doesn't know. Okay. Thanks. Sweet dead. Not, not only is that a high idea, but today we have for you some well-known phrases that have been uh, in the vocabulary, in the vernacular for some time. Want to know if you know what these phrases mean? Vernacular. Don't you know know what that, that means? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like vocabulary. Add that to the, the intro. Vernacular. Vernacular. Yeah, you got it. All so right. here's what's going to happen today. People will just guess whether or not you'll know phrases like uh, the early bird gets the worm. Like, what does that mean? Wake up early. And get to work. <laughs> and get, yeah, yeah, you're giving me this look like I'm There's a, a more specific dummy. answer. Early bird gets the worm. You wake up bright and early to get to where you're going. You get the worm. You get the you get the prize. You get the. <laughs> that is re- repeat the phrase of more yeah. words. I don't well, know. Well, if I were to say to you, you were to say something. I would say, well, the early bird gets the worm. It's a figure of speech, so there's no literal definition but like everybody knows what it means though it's like okay yeah but do you yeah i, <laughs> I know i know, what I know it everybody means. knows but do you know i know it i know what it, it's implying get to work or get to where you're going you get there early boom you win like you win <laughs> i don't know michael downfall let me give you the phrase, and you just have to bet whether or not he will know. Everyone who gets theirs right, uh, Allie, write your name down. Pick one of you. will be the winner of the big bet, assuming someone's right. Uh, let's see if Postmaster Johnny will know this phrase. Leave no stone unturned. Uh, will Postmaster Johnny know what that means, Michael? Let's see. Leave no stone unturned. I think he will know this phrase. Okay. Postmaster Johnny, if someone were to use the phrase, leave no stone unturned, what are they really saying? I think you're trying to trick me, because that sounds like something from Lord of the Rings, because I've never been told that before. <laughs> leave no stone unturned. Uh. But it sounds like 
make sure you look everywhere or make sure you like <gasps> do the right things. Wow. Whoa. That's Postmaster Johnny. Is that on it? You, you started, worked your way through it. Yeah, you Let's started go. with a full incorrect and you kind of ended up in the right place. Such is life. Uh, Michael, that's uh, correct. Well done, sir. All right. Let me say hi now to Michelle. Michelle, uh, all you got to do is say hi. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. (laughs) Nice to meet you. If someone says beat around the bush, uh, do you you think Postmaster Johnny will know what that phrase means? Beat around the bush? Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Postmaster Johnny, uh, if someone says uh, don't beat around the bush, what are they saying? It means cut to the chase. Whoa, Whoa. Johnny. Post cut to Johnny. Look at you. Yeah. Guy's an effing genius today. Let's right, go. Write down her name. She got that right as well. Say hi to Erica with like a shot at Johnny doesn't know here on K-Rock this morning. Johnny, this is your best round yet. I'm hyped. I'm feeling myself nice. right now. Um, will Johnny know the phrase, kill two birds with one stone? Oh, that's um, a... Oh. Oh, he would definitely know that one. All right, hold on. Say nothing else, Johnny. More stone ones. Johnny, Johnny will you, does you know what that means? You got me on that one. You got me on that one. Kill me with two birds and stones. <laughs> <laughs> what if, no, what not you, the wait, phrase. Hold on, wait. Say it one more time. Kill me with two birds. That'd be so difficult. <laughs> I get too excited. If someone says, kill two birds with one stone, what are they saying? Let's do two things at the same time and get them knocked out. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. This guy, I'll tell you. On me, we lit. Let's go. On me, we we, lit. Let's let's, go. Now now translate what that means. Because Allie and I are now confused. (laughs) All right, we'll do one final one. Everyone's gotten theirs right so far. This is the first time this has ever happened. Most weeks, nothing. Let's go to Woodland Hills ahead of George. George, welcome to Giant Doesn't Know. Good morning. Morning. Uh, Good morning. Allie, which one? we got all these phrases here. Which one is the last one we should give this guy? Uh, Do you want to do the beauty one? Yeah. All right. Oh, You're Lord. a beautiful person. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Hold on. Don't say anything. John, uh, George, will Johnny know what that means? Uh, yeah. All right. He's going to go with well, it. Everyone's Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Johnny, what does it mean? See, I'm a little constipated on this one because it sounds like you get <laughs> what? To- Wait a minute. <laughs> what? What? Is, is that a slander? <laughs> constipated. <laughs> You're what? Are you being serious? Constipated means stuck. Like you can't go. Right. Like you're oh. like stuck. Is right. that a new slang one? No, I just snuck in a little vernacular. Cool. He screwed Whoa. up. He screwed, he screwed up. I, no, I did not screw up. I know what constipated means. I, th- I know which word he was. <laughs> right, he, he was looking for the right, word. Jake. He was. I'm going to tell you right now what happened. He was looking for the word conflicted. Mm-hmm. No. And he gave us constipated. Well, you were. Don't lie. Okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> what was the word again? Or what was the phrase? Beauty, Beauty is, is in, in the, the eye, eye of, of the, the beholder. beholder. I feel like it's for like ugly people. Like you get told that. It's like a way to make you feel better <laughs> about yourself. You know what? He's right again. No. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's no. not that's not oh. right. That's not right. We can't accept that. Allie, yeah, as a beautiful person, how would you describe that phrase? Well, the person like beauty is in the eye of the beholder means that you beauty is subjective, basically. Like you thinking somebody is beautiful is going to be different than what I think is or beautiful. Or something. It doesn't have to be a person. So you're trying to like validate like why you like this ugly person. It's well, like... <laughs> you got Kinda, it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I already nailed it. Um, you ever hear those things like every once in a while you get a story that sounds like if you drink a lot of coffee you're going to live a long life, or if you drink too much wine you're going to die early, or this that, and then they give you something that you could be doing if you would like to prolong. 
not only your life but have a better quality of life and yeah. then you, and you then wonder like am I doing me that so much that I end up getting so stressed that I end up shaving years off my life just stressing about what I'm supposed to do or not do yeah because at some point you go wow here I am now I'm 30 something and or 40 something whatever insert age here and you go I haven't been doing this so is it too late to start doing this that I missed the window was mm-hmm. I supposed to do this when I was 22 was I supposed to do this when I was a teenager they claim now, there's a study that's been released, and it shows that if you would like to live a long, healthy life, there's a place you're supposed to be visiting on the regular. And it's not like the doctor's office or something like that. It's a place you could go. Now, usually, I feel like this is something put on by the hippies because they want you to go out in the wilderness. They're always like, spend some more time outside. Yeah, and I they, do it whenever I can. It's right. the best. Or it's just going for a nice walk. Colin. In fact, they shame, um, they, they like to shame the things I like to do most, usually. Like they'll say, sitting on a couch all day watching TV. Burning your tongue on a bacon-wrapped hot dog and then right. still eating it even though the middle of it is frozen. Those are my favorite things in life, and those apparently are not good for you. But this is a place that they claim that we should all be going to more. And, I, and I'm trying to think of the last time I was in a place that would fit in this category. And I can't even think of one. It's definitely been over a decade. They claim that the one thing, and once again, do you believe this or not? A study for a long, healthy life, what you need to do more often is visit museums. Oh, I love a museum. Now, Al, you went to the stupid Titanic Museum in Vegas. Maybe yep. the worst waste of any time in Las Vegas in the history of Vegas. And that wasn't even the last museum I went to. Last museum I went to was an alien museum in Phoenix. Really? Mm-hmm. That's at least, I mean, that's at least like what else are you going to do there? The yeah. fact that you went to a Titanic Museum in Vegas is actually sadder than people that were on the actual Titanic. Yeah, and I'm upset that I didn't do the twofer, which is for, well, it was for a little bit extra. You could also do also do the bodies exhibit. Oh, yeah, because that, that. Yeah, that was your big goal in life. One of Allie's lifetime goals is that she wants to have her body after she dies to be <laughs> put on. That's not one of my long-term goals. That's a goal? Really? Yeah, no. yeah, you said that. No, like, wow, I said this, I... this body really got abused. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah. Why is she this still wearing oddity? that vest? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Allie, yeah, I, correct me. I don't want to misquote no, 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 you. You said that... your goal in life is no. to have your body put on in the bodies exhibit. No, that's not my life's goal. When yeah. I die, I want my body to go to a body farm. Oh, body farm. Yeah, where forensics can, like, you know, do studies and it'll help them solve murders and stuff because they can, like, do tests on, like, how bodies decompose and they can do all this research to help them figure out, like, the timing and all that stuff. It's to help, like, you know, detectives and forensics for, like, murders. So you don't want to be on the bodies exhibit? I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. They put, like, a football in your arms and they're like, Yeah, Look at like, her. as long as I'm doing something cool. What, uh, when is the last time, in all seriousness, anyone on the show has been to a museum? Because if that's the secret between us living a long and healthy life. Yester- and- just yesterday, I, this could be considered a museum. I was at the Griffith Observatory. That's very museum-esque. Yeah. And that's not even museum. That's just observing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's. I went but, there. But and, I guess. And then the- uh, prior to that, in May, I was at LACMA. You went Whoa, to you, you were you went to LACMA yeah. in May. I drive by uh-huh. LACMA every day. Does that count? Yeah, no, it does not count. So, what's the, the last La- museum you've been to, Klein? <sighs> I mean, it had to have been a school field trip in probably fifth grade or something. What's what? funny is that you grew up in a place that is famous for its museums. Yeah, DC. Yeah, they got a lot of them there. <laughs> that's like all of yeah. the best museums in the whole country. I did. Oh, that's when I. The, probably the last one I went to was the Air and Space Museum in Washington right. DC. Right. So you probably have grown up ignoring museums because it was Wait. like everyone's going, go to the museums, 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 and you're like, ugh. Yeah. Whenever visitors would come out of town, I'd be like, once you're done with your museums, give me a call. We'll get together. 
Uh, but I was, yeah, but you, you know, it's a, a client, uh, you have children though. Aren't you in a stage where you're, you want to kind of take your children to these different museums like, and you yeah. know, hopefully trigger some inspiration? Even there? a children's museum. Uh, I did go to Disney on Ice yesterday. Does that's that not a museum, not that's a show. Well, that's kind of a museum. No, I mean, it's I, not at all. They you're were going, watching. You were at Crypto. Yeah, does that count? No. Oh. Well, I have, think it's because you don't like stand- reading, and when you have to read a placard, I do not like reading. And Katie can't doesn't have the patience for that either. Like, we'll go into a room of a museum, and she's done in like a minute and a half. She's like, "Can we go on to the next one?" And I'm like, "Hold on, you got to get the background on all this stuff." And she's uh, yeah. like, "I don't." I st- you, she's like, "All the words start to run together. I'm not retaining any of it. Let's just move on." But serious question: What makes a museum a museum? <laughs> Statues of people that are no longer here. Or statues of like iconic people. Outside of crypto, I looked yesterday at a statue of Magic Johnson. I looked at a statue of Wayne Gretzky. I looked at a statue of Shaq that's hanging from the. It's cool, and I was I felt like I was living in a museum. That's kind of a museum. I mean, there's museum things there. Great, done. All done right, you done. know what? Fine, you went to a museum. I'm living. You're going to live guys. forever. Uh, Ali, you know, I when I think of you, I think of fashion icon. Oh, thank you. I know you can tell by my sweater. And there were so many additional calls and messages about the outfit that you chose to wear to Acoustic Christmas. You know and- what? I'm done apologizing for that outfit, and I stand by it. In fact... Did you ever apologize? Uh, no. Actually, technically, I didn't. And well, I, I don't think I... No, I don't think I should. And somebody sent me a picture of Shirley Manson leaving the forum after our Almost Acoustic Christmas... And she was wearing a big, furry, green jacket, just like mine. You know the difference between you and uh, Shirley Manson is? She's Shirley Manson. Oh, right. She can do that. (laughs) She's a rock star. Right. But you got to fake it till you make it, Omar. Hmm. You know the thing about your 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 look. By the way, she had like a full on green fur coat. You you had this weird. Uh, your thing was like a sleeveless vest or something. So it was. It, it looks kinda, like I cut out part of her coat. Yeah, it, it really does. Like like you took all of her leave-ins, everything she uh, that shed off her coat. You like put on tape to yourself. But there is a new trend that they're saying will be the fashion trend of 2024, and they've already predicted. They're usually spot on at predicting what will be the new trend. And as you know, some fashion trends really suck. Like sometimes, like all that stuff that you know was big in the '90s kind of came back this year. Like the real baggy stuff was back. There've been a few of those trends that I can really get behind. Like I loved it when everyone was going like full on athleisure wear, sweatpants everywhere. Like I think that's still kind of. I, I saw COVID, dude. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm keeping it alive, man. I'm trying to keep okay. it alive. <laughs> No, but like okay. '90s grunge too, and also just 2000s. One of the girls from the beaches was wearing a puka shell necklace. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's true. All that, right, chokers, all those things mm-hmm. that, like, I remember seeing mm-hmm. people would wear, like, when I was in middle school. Those little, like, baby tops. They're, yeah. like, ba- like, like cropped T-shirts. Right. Like, like, tiny T-shirts. Like, the early, like, Britney Spears videos yes. and stuff. That's all back now. But they're saying it's all going to go away because there's a new trend uh, that is coming. We'll tell you what that trend is in just a moment. Are you going to be fashion forward in 2024? But first, some messages on the goat line about Ali's uh, outfit from Acoustic Christmas. Oh, oh my God. I just saw Allie's outfit on your guys' Instagram, and I'm just wondering if she had Mr. Jim Henson of the Muppet franchise <laughs> dress her for this event okay. because she looks like a damn snuffleupagus. Okay, see, see, once again, it, it's a lot of that. And by the way, some great photoshopping that was done as well. If you haven't seen it yet, super good photoshopping. Some, yeah, somebody photoshopped like a Grinch face onto our one of our videos. Yeah, uh, so go there. It's worth. It's if you want to need a quick chuckle this morning, and our show's not doing it for you. Uh, head to the Instagram at Klein Alley Show. You will see it there. The trend 
the fashion trend. You want to go ahead and place your bets right now? Or you want me to just tell you what it is? Fashion trend of 2024. Omar's going to be so very excited when he hears what it is. Really? It really? is the newest trend, and they're saying mm. that this will take over the fashion world. At some point this year, you will get swept up in the hype of the fashion look of 2024. I think people are going to go sockless. I think it's going to be all feet out next year. That's Klein. It's me. You know what? Trendsetter. But, you know, as uh, we learned from Johnny, these young kids, they like to make money. They don't don't give away the, the feet for free. Everyone's got a footify account. Keep the puppers in. Got to keep them in for your OnlyFans. So you say more feet this year? Omar, got any predictions before I tell you what, according to experts, will be the trend of 2024 in fashion? Uh, I know Postmaster is always talking about baggy clothing, baggy clothing. Um, Postmaster Johnny, do you know? Do you know what it is? You, You seem, you seem, you think you're all fashion forward? Yep, I think I have a good idea of what it's gonna be. What do you think? It's going to be California Cowboy. What? You know what that is? I'm talking about boot cut trousers, and it's going to be uh, cropped like band tees or vintage tees with cool belts, and maybe even like a cowboy hat. Damn. I see all the fools We're in just going into like, like wow. costumes now? Yeah, yeah, Omar's into that. Well, you guys. You're, 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 <laughs> Omar will love that. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got some assless chaps I could wear. Yes. Yeah. Um, this will be the year, 2024 according to fashion experts, will be the year of Grandpa Core. Oh, well, Grandma Core was big this no, year. It was Coastal Grandma. Yes, was Coastal last year. Grandma, yes. That was the trend of this past year, and that is being shifted to something that is called Grandpa Core, the predicted fashion trend of 2024 that will include the likes of retro streetwear, chic cardigans, sweater vests, vintage loafers, slouchy sweaters, Tweed blazers, chunky (gasps) sneakers, denim, customized clothes. Think of like uh, toward the end, if you remember, Grandpa had like that big baggy sweater with those elbow patches on and that Mm -hmm. kind of everything. And like pants that go up really high, but then are like high water pants. All that stuff is apparently going to be what all the hot, cool people are wearing. They're all going to look like they just stole clothes from an old person, which is kind of great because you think about it. That stuff's easy to find because as soon as someone dies off, they take all their old people clothes and they go donate at Goodwill. You could probably load up on all that Grandpa Core yeah. stuff. Yeah, and my father-in-law dresses like an old man, like traditional old man, and he gets compliments from like young people on his shoes, on his pants, all kinds of stuff. And he's like, I don't know, I've been wearing the same shoes yeah, for right. years. Same pair of new He buys balances. a new pair of right. the same shoes every year. Every year, year. right. That, and that's the typical Grandpa Core look. Uh, they say that it's a gender-neutral look. So anyone and everyone can <laughs> embrace the, the grandpa core. Don't explain that to any grandpa. <laughs> Don't explain that. <laughs> hey, that's a great uh, gender-neutral look, you grandpa. Shut up, you weirdo. And go to Nam. Shut up, you pansy. It's uh, the time of the year where people start to take a look at their lives and decide, should I make a resolution for 2024? And a lot of times, if you know your resolution is going to be like quit smoking or whatever, then you decide that I've got about two and a half good weeks right now to smoke as much as I can before that resolution begins. Mm -hmm. I think the experts usually say you're supposed to start whatever resolution you plan on doing in January. You're supposed to ease into it now because that whole concept of going cold turkey on something is the biggest success is the biggest uh, risk of failure. Well, cold turkey or full turkey. Like if you're going to start exercising 
and then January 1st hits and you're like, workout, 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 like every single day, then you're burnt out after two weeks and you give up. But if you do like little things like, hey, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to lift one weight today, then you can kind of ease into it and then it becomes less overwhelming. I've already been lifting a lot of dead weight today just by being here on the show. And I'll tell you what, like- uh, Look, I'm not that bad. By the time that January 1st rolls around, I think I'll be right in the rhythm. But they're saying that this is really the week when you're supposed to be easing into- whatever resolution you want to do. So if it's like, I want to start eating healthier, you're not supposed to just eat like a pig for the next three weeks and then decide January 1st, now is when I go all acai bowls. Like yeah, but nobody to wants doing... to start on a health kick when the holidays are happening. Right, but we've already talked about it. Uh, all, every month, there's a reason why you wouldn't want to be doing a health kick. Or every month, there's a reason why you don't want to be like, you know, they talk about like sober October or, or dry January. And you go, yeah, but there's so many good things. And then you're like, well, let's do February. That's the shortest month. And you go, yeah, but the Super Bowl's usually in February. Yeah. And you have like. And then St. Patrick's Day's in March, so you right. can't be sober for that. And, and, and then and, you have Easter, and you have to be drunk for that because you're with your family. You don't really have to be drunk for that. No, but the, I think that he would have wanted it that way, Jesus. But they're saying that, uh, I mean, the guy did make wine, right, out of water. I yeah. Mean, he was upgrading water. But, Allie, the reality is this. They're saying that for the first time ever now, more people find that New Year's resolutions are obsolete. They are It's dated. The whole practice, the concept of I'm going to make a resolution, even if it's one little thing, that people are saying, why would I even do that anymore? It used to feel like everyone... Well, I think one it still thing. feels good even if you do give up on it. Doesn't it feel nice at the beginning of the year? You feel like you have a fresh start. You feel like you have hope again. And, you know, you've got some goals on your mind. You're kind of reviewing how the last year was and, you know, all the crap that you ate. and did. Like, I think there's some benefit to it even if you give up. Yeah, but then if you give up, then don't you feel like you let yourself down and then by February 1st you feel like a total loser? And if you never Yeah, but then even... you forget about it by March and then by the end of the year, I don't remember what my New Year's resolution was for this year, do you? No, but I think last year we forced resolutions on each other because uh. the hardest thing to do is to come up with how you want to improve yourself. But it's much better when we force each other. And I think like... I don't, I don't remember when it was, but I think like you guys forced me to not look at porn or something like that. Was that... Yeah, well, clearly we all really followed through. It lasted a week or so. I mean, Omar, don't you take your New Year's resolution seriously? Don't you have like a whole goals of 2024 thing right um, now? I don't have goals of 2024 yet. But yeah, for 2023, I set a couple of uh, New Year's resolutions and I stuck to one of them, which was reading. And uh, that one turned out pretty good. See? I finished about five books this there year. There you go. You read five books this entire year? Yeah. Unbelievable. And big ones, like and, over 400 pages. And you, what? And you didn't, you yeah. really read them. You didn't do what Allie did, which is listen to them and claim she read them. <laughs> that right? That's the right. Same. Yeah, no, I really yeah. read them. Yeah. Uh, Allie, how Dave many? Dave Grohl read his book to me. Uh, no, that's, that's <laughs> not. Matthew a... Perry read his book to me. Okay. Al- Allie, how many books did you read this year? <laughs> a lot, more than five, because I commute every okay. day. Once and again, that's, that's not my... reading. <laughs> maybe I, I read for hours. Maybe every your day. resolution <laughs> should be to read something. Maybe, no. maybe make that your resolution. I'm going to listen more. International travel. It seems fun, also kind of annoying because you got to get that passport figured out and you got to stand in line, a lot of customs checks. Worth that's, it. But, Allie, that's why when you wonder why Klein fell for the Eagle scam that I fell for, whenever you do international travel, there's a lot of Eagles to let you know you're in the right line. I mean, really, just you got to get a passport every 10 years. It's not that hard. I'm just saying when you tr- try to figure out which line to get into, are you a U.S. citizen or are you not? You can go to the DMV. Look for the Eagle. When you don't want to read, you just look for the eagle. There's a couple easy places you can go. There's stuff happening all over the world, though, and we like to look at this stuff and think to ourselves, do we bring this to America? Should this be here in our country, or do we leave it where it is? 
We call this import-export. And uh, I have not been so excited about an import-export in a long time because Japan is on to something that I think that every single person in America would say, absolutely, we should bring this here. No, I don't know about everybody. Well, there's a small group of people that would be very anti this. <laughs> well, there's this company in Japan that I guess smoke breaks were very ingrained in the culture of the workplace to the point where they were missing like 30 to 45 minutes of work every day just by taking smoke breaks. And one whistleblower, non-smoking employee said, hey, you know what? Because I'm the only buddy who's here in the office full time, I should get more vacation days than the smoking employees. And they changed the policy. So now people who are non-smokers in the, at this company get six more vacation days than the employees who smoke. They did the math. They figured out if the average person's taken, I don't know, three to five smoke breaks a day. Each smoke break is 10 minutes plus. Do the math over the time. The person who is a non-smoker has earned, just by not smoking, an additional six vacation days. Which is real. I mean, that's so... It's over a week of vacation. That's yeah. a real, that's like actually time to do something. But here's the thing. Number one, not to just immediately defend the smokers, but well, when you go. when you go out for Are you smoking smoke, again, by the way, these days? I Look, look, that's not what we're talking about here. It is we're what talking we're talking about. about this, this is why. Export. Now we this know. This is the You're back to smoking, huh? No, 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 no. Not all the time. Just a, just a, <laughs> just while she's trying to get pregnant. Just, yeah, you know, just Alan, while I'm pregnant. Just, just when she's trying. <laughs> when is the last cigarette? You, when is the last cigarette you have? I don't want to talk. Did about you have it. a cigarette in, in uh, on your trip just now in uh, Colorado? Of course, it was vacation. Okay. So you had a cigarette within the last two days. Yeah, but Did you I blow but, smoke in Wesley's face. <laughs> no, I don't ever do it if he's obvious. I'm not gonna do it when he's awake. It's when I'm like drinking and stuff. Does he have RSV or RSV menthol? He has. <laughs> What does he currently have? RSV. Okay. That's besides the point. Right. And I don't do it during work hours, unless I'm at a concert. Yeah, you smoke a lot during, when, we're, when we have events. You or are. In Vegas. You love cigarette breaks. Anyway. So you are defending the smokers, which is fine. I'm just saying, if you are free country smoking a cigarette at work, it's not necessarily true that you're not working. You can work on your phone while you're smoking, and then there are plenty of people who don't smoke. Who are goofing off and doing all kinds of, ooh, hey, what's up, social hour, water cooler conversation, and not working all the time. And they're doing their social thing that some smokers would be doing with other smokers, but they're doing it in the building. But so listen, they're wasting time, too. Every job is different, but there are a lot of jobs where you're pretty much chained to your desk. And you have to, like, your computer knows when you're there, knows when you're not there. And for whatever reason, if you do work with these smokers, and I've worked with some of these people that take full advantage of and abuse the smoke break because they will just... That was the, that, it's like if you need to go to the bathroom, usually at your job, they're not going to say, no, get back to work. But if you uh, have to go number two every 11 minutes, there would be a couple of red flags, like right. Jake. It's a condition. Right. So with the smokers, there are some people that have been kind of grandfathered into this thing, and they're like, I've been smoking a carton a day for the last 10 years, and right. I'm not it's stopping just, now. It's just Kathy. She's been here forever. Right. That's Kat, she just goes, and, and you end up doing the math, and if you're a non-smoker, you're looking and going, I think Kathy spends more time standing outside the office than she ever does doing work here. Yeah. This is crazy. Well, remember there was a guy we used to work with who would smoke probably every hour. And every I would, hour. Because any time I was in the elevator going up, he would either be coming down or or going back up from, right. from a cigarette. And it did, and he actually was not good at his job. Terrible. And it made me mad because I was like, it's not the cigarette's fault. 
Yeah, he did give smoke. Allie was mad because he, she thought he was giving all the people that take smoke breaks a bad name. Yeah, but because I, he was. Listen, I'm not. I was never really a fan of smoking cigarettes, at least. But I was a fan oh, of you're breaks. Out, dude. Huge fan of breaks. <laughs> you're missing out. And yeah, I really thought of, awesome. I, I thought about taking up smoking just because of the breaks. Because I said, look, I would love the idea. I hate sitting at a desk doing work. I would love the idea of having a reason to get up and go. And the way Pick that up smoking, dude. I may pick it up. Yeah, it's awesome, it dude. With coffee, oh, there's nothing It's way nothing better than better. vacation, and then oh you know you won't I mean, have yeah. to. You won't get to old people's secret status. I've had you'll more. Be- I've <laughs> had more yeah. than a few cigarettes in my day, but I just never was at, at the person where like, you were never if, a regular. Yeah, smoker. well, usually drinking had to be involved. Yeah. I had to be late at night or something like, situational based. I have to be on Molly or something. But the concept now that in uh, Japan, if you don't smoke, they give you six extra vacation days. I say import it. Why not? Maybe some people quit smoking. Maybe others take up smoking because they decide they'd rather have the, the breaks during the day. I don't really care. You know what? Then the, what's going to happen is that people are going to be smoking secretly and being like, I don't smoke. And then they're going to go into the bathrooms uh, or they're going to go in some kind of closet. Yeah, they're going to be ashamed again. And they're going to, yeah. Great. Get your six more days of vacation. I mean, smokers are already shamed a lot. Yeah. Are they, though? They're so cool, though. <laughs> I feel they like everyone's cool. accepted they're cool. I think that Netflix has accepted that they're cool. Yeah, they're cool, right? <laughs> Not for sure. And uh, they're really cool in Netflix shows, uh, but everyone else shuns them. Ali, you vote import or export? Export. Ali says keep in Japan. Omar, import, export. Um, I don't really care. Just let's pick up smoking again. Jake? I love to smoke. <laughs> import, export, Jake. I want everyone to sound like me. Import. <laughs> oh, no. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. There's a new wedding trend alert that you should be aware of. It's actually a new position in the wedding. I guess when you're planning a wedding, everyone knows kind of the standard stuff. you got to have a band or a DJ. That's important. got to have someone making the food. That's important. Yeah, florist, whatever. Florist, cake, well. But it seems like they're adding new things that you can buy all the time. And the newest one is the, quote, wedding content creator. How irritating is this Well, for just it, a second? It's like, okay, you know, with a photographer, you have them taking pictures and stuff, and then you have to wait for them to send you the proofs and all this stuff. But instead, or in addition to, they're having these, like, people, these social media people come in and, like, get all these behind-the-scenes things and, like, create a vision for your social media presence through your wedding. And people pay thousands of dollars for this. So... You have all the standard stuff that you've always had, and I guess you can't depend on your friends to not get drunk, and because you'd think that normally that would be your social media presence. You'd have your friends there; they're getting hammered. Yeah, they post. usually cover the social media aspect. Right, and I, I guess people are upset, and I can understand that a little bit. If a bunch of people are posting pictures of your wedding that you haven't yet approved, and it's your special day, and it's just your buddy that's got a bad angle, like think about Postmaster Johnny. He takes all the pictures of us most for most of them. He's got terrible. Uh, camera technique. Well, yeah, he's tall, so his angles are always weird. But right. then he always crouches down super low yeah, so that he can get like the your chins. <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst, right? So, and so there is always that person at your wedding who's going to take the bad pictures. But are are they so bad that you're willing to pay four to five thousand dollars? You know, that's the kind of range for this position to have somebody take good pictures Omar, and be posting them throughout the wedding. Omar, you go to a lot of weddings. Have you seen yeah. a have you ever seen a con, a specific content creator, someone that was hired to mingle as one of the guests, but really their job is just to make sure you've got the the, the strong Instagram slash TikTok uh, you know content from your day. 
I haven't seen that. And uh, yeah, the only thing that I've seen is, um, and we've talked about this before, is that a lot of the uh, weddings now have a specific QR code. So right. you Everyone. scan that and all the pictures that, yeah, everybody scans it and all the pictures that are taken that evening at that location get posted up right. to but, uh, whatever website. But then still the bride and, and or groom would get to decide of those which ones they want to the share publicly. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, this I this person's so. there to make your whatever your wedding feel like an event. Like uh, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around like what kind of content they're generating. Though. Hold on. K-Rock, Hello. Hey, I was just listening to your podcast, and I heard you talking about my job and basically, like, making fun of it. So I just kind of wanted to set the record straight. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the world's it's, most annoying influencer. It's her. Uh, hey, first of all, not a podcast. We're a live radio show that is also available in podcast form. Secondly, I thought you were just a run-of-the-mill influencer. I didn't realize you are one of these fake wedding influencers. Yeah. Look, wedding content creation is a booming industry right now, and I am at the top of the industry. And I'm making, you know, probably more than you. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Right. That's not really saying that much, but what exactly do you do? It sounds like you... You get invited to go to weddings, you get to eat all the food, drink all the stuff, and then you just like what? You post stuff on Instagram for the couple? Is that what? Is that your job? Look, look, you make it sound like I just go there and I just eat their food. And like, yes, I do need hotel and transportation and meals provided. Oh my God. But I will give you something that you will never get anywhere else. I will come to your wedding and I will take pictures. Of you and your bridal party. Uh, photographers do that. They take care of that. That job is not necessary for you to do. Right. That's a wedding photographer. Well, no, I'm not a wedding photographer. I'm not like going to get so everybody in line. So you take crappy pictures and, like, and you post them online. Right. Look, I take pictures that the photographer doesn't want to take. Like your food <laughs> before you eat it. Oh, like okay. photographers don't do that. Got it. I that also, is true. That's, that's not all I do. I also help coordinate between you and your bridal party and your guests and what your family. What does that family. mean? You're saying like a bunch of buzzy words, like coordinate. What is that? I coordinate. Is that's what a wedding planner does? Are you a wedding planner? Right, because that's another job that already exists. No, I'm not a wedding planner. Well, I don't <laughs> do that. Like, so, that's a totally different job. But what You're like, obviously not, like, understanding what I'm saying at all. No, it seems like an unnecessary position altogether. Look, if you need a vision... <laughs> For your social media for your wedding, I am the person that you go to. Like, I will give you the perfect wedding hashtag. If you give me two names of people, I oh. will come up with one right now and just prove it to you. All right, let's try it. Uh, let's pretend uh, Allie is uh, marrying Katie. I don't know if you've done a lesbian couple before, but let Allie, Katie are getting married. Uh, go ahead. Right. What do you got? Okay, so many ideas for that. And if you put down a deposit right now for $500, oh my. I will email you some possibilities. Okay. I'm not paying you for this service. <laughs> Sorry. It's ridiculous. Look, $500? I, that's the deposit? What do you charge for the whole thing? Yeah. Is it like... Well, I have a minimum of $8,000 for <gasps> small wedding. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Stop. Uh, most and small weddings don't of... even cost eight thousand uh, dollars. Omar, I mean, you're a, you, Omar. You've been to more weddings than anyone on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is a, is this the most uh, re- egregious uh, upcharge you've ever heard of in your life? Yeah, it sounds like she just shows up and enjoys, you know, the fruits of the bride and groom's labor, and she gets, you know, put up in hotels, and she gets treated like royalty for doing nothing. Right, she gets a free wedding. Look, I don't, I don't know who that old man is, but I, let me just explain <laughs> a couple of the add-ons that you can purchase because. I will bring someone not hot to stand next to you so that you look hotter in your posts. Wow. Okay. Hmm. That's also, useful. If, 
the dance floor is not happening. I have an add-on that is called the Brunch Bunch, and it is a bunch of girls who just, like, love a good time and will come to your wedding and, like, drink all your alcohol and eat all your food and make sure that it is lit. Okay. Uh, uh, sound very fun. No. Just inviting over a bunch of strangers to drink and eat all your food and party. Right, you want your friends for I that. I can also do internet challenges within the wedding. <laughs> okay, great. Like Thank you. Like tricking the groom <laughs> into I, having sex with the maid of honor and filming it. All right, that's great. I got to yeah, go. That's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd like <laughs> to see that. <laughs> Finally. Okay, you cool. got Omar on your side. All right, we, we got to go. This is ridiculous. Uh, this is an actual, what is your title? So I, I, I don't want to disrespect you. It's such an important job you do. It is a wedding content creator. I make $60,000 a month doing this. Okay. I don't know oh, why you Jesus keep like Christ. blah, blah, yeah. blah. All right. Dude. Thank you. People love you on the text line now. We got to go. Uh, thank you for calling. Always nice to chat with you. It's our uh, it's our influencer that calls the show yeah. sometimes. Don't know why you keep calling. No. It is always fun calling into a live podcast. It's a, so. guy, it's a damn ra- it's a radio. Okay, goodbye. Whatever. You know, it's that time of the year where we get all these words of the year lookbacks of the year today later on i think yesterday we did the uh, top original songs from this show the day before that it was the top drops of the year i think today ali has put together a list of what is it the gayest uh, things we all said on the show we're at the pantages i, I mean, don't know if that's gonna win i it's... don't see how it couldn't win Boo. but i have <laughs> there's a lot there are they I... all me by the way uh, oh. you know what that sounds like a lot of them are me. <laughs> sounds like there's a lot that are me. I think at least I think there's at least two of them that are not you. Great. Out of ten, I only <laughs> only two that are not me. Well, I just I I never make the cut because I'm not saying anything that gay on any given day. Everything and you say is gay because you're gay. Right. So you can't really count it all just as a wash. But sometimes you, know you say things mean? that are extra gay. Remember yesterday when you said tableau. That was as gay as it got. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, Allie, but you have a huge honor coming your way. I didn't realize. Listen to this. Hello, this is Miriam Webster, the 19th. I just wanted to congratulate your Allie Johnson on her contribution to the 2024 Oxford English Dictionary. Her word is tableau. (laughs) Definition, when you don't know what the F Allie is talking about, that is a tableau. No, that's that's not what that is. That's a huge honor that you got included in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. That guy called him, that's Mr. Merriam-Webster. I would also like to congratulate (laughs) Vanessa on her contribution of the word salicious. When you are at a salsa tent and the salsa is quite delicious, that is salicious. Look at you both getting into the dictionary. That's amazing. Okay, you know what? The tableau has been around Okay, and what you were explaining, that's what that was called. It was called a tableau, and I didn't realize that it was such a not used word that everyone would stop in their tracks and ridicule me for really using it. Really grinded the show to a halt <laughs> yesterday when you tried to get all fancy with your tableau. We should find that clip. It was a tableau! Uh, in addition to all the throwbacks, lookbacks, and everything else we have in store for you today, if you remember, last year, Jake put together, apparently I have some audio crutches I do from time to time. And last year, Shocking. He, he said, uh, more than even saying things are shocking, he said that I say, oh boy, a lot. And he put together an entire year's worth of me saying, oh boy. And here is just a throwback to that because he has a brand new, he claims this year, 2023, was the year of a brand new thing I say a lot. And he put it all together and I can't wait. So there's going to be even more mocking us today on the show, which is why we're drinking to deal with it. Great. Here was uh, some throwbacks to last year's, a year of oh boys. Oh, oh boy. Uh-oh. Here we go. So that's just, you know, you say, all right, that's something Klein says. Then there's this. Oh, boy. <laughs> there was that. Then there was this one, Allie. Really? Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of different ways I do the oh, boy. A lot of these are making... You make... got droppings in almost every room in the house, my friend. 
Oh, boy. Yeah. That was when they <laughs> called about the mouse droppings. And there was this one. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That was an old boy laughing. That's a happy old happy boy. Old boy. Then there's By this. the way, some of these might make gay, gay, gay clips of I the I hope year. they don't. Oh, boy. Listen up. There's that. Then there's this one. Oh, boy. Here we go. So that's like an old boy. We're going somewhere. So it's, a, it's a, you know, a lot of there's it. There's an old boy for every occasion. And then maybe the greatest old boy of last year was this. Oh, boy. Better take a break. That was the old boy better take a break. Oh, boy. Better take a break. I oh like. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, not, boy. That's not good. Hold on. So he claims now that this year there's something else that I didn't know I do. But he says, you know, he puts the podcast up every day and he says, Klein says something a lot. So Is we'll it this? F- oh, baby. That's not. Ah. You change it up to baby? I don't think that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, look, you went I'm, from boy to baby? Is next year going to be baby boy? <laughs> that's right. Let's not oh, give it away. Baby boy. Let's not give it all away. All right, Omar. What's going yeah. on, dude? Uh, so, you know, having children, you know, it's always a struggle getting them to eat and you always find, you know, you try to find foods that they're going to, you know, eat for dinner and they're going to, you know, actually eat it. And so I've been kind of on a kick lately making things from scratch, refried beans, enchiladas, Mexican rice, Mexican food mainly right now. I'm just in that. That's kind of what I'm doing. And my kids hate the store bought flour tortillas, but they love. That's very bougie. Wow. Yeah. They've, so, they've said no to store-bought tortillas? They, they, dude, they don't like white people taco night at my house. Okay, Man, they, I don't they... even think I've ever eaten a not store-bought tortilla. Really? <laughs> I'm sure I have. But no, I, I don't, don't think I, don't I can't think even you have. Like, begin to think how that process would happen. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids, whenever they go to my mother-in-law's house, they eat. Uh, what you wrap whatever in a tortilla they're all about it because their, t- their t- homemade tortillas are so freaking good they're so amazing they they make whatever is inside the tortilla 10 times better so wow. i mean the, the only time i get non store bought tortillas is when i'm at like a hotel usually in mexico and they're part of the breakfast thing is there's someone and they're there so fluffy. and the person making them is always yeah. looks like they're a thousand years old yeah. and they've been doing it yeah. their entire life and they and you see them mash them down and and Omar's exactly right it's a it's it's, it's all whole, it's got that bubbly look on it it's yeah it's awesome oh. it's a whole new world and and he's yeah. right like every you could have a quesadilla with those you could have a little taco there everything is so a much burrito, better burrito right but, whatever but, it is but yeah, Ali's used to this I mean this white is white people taco night <laughs> <laughs> we're getting taco shells from, from the grocery store and ground beef from the grocery store and Shredded cheese from the grocery store. That's all she knows. It's great. And Ortega <laughs> sauce from the grocery store. I'm going to make it tonight. Can't be beat. Can't be beat. But, but Omar, you know the authentic, the real, and you got the mother-in-law that has the recipe. This probably been she in the family forever. She has the forever. secret right. sauce, man, right. forever. Right. So a couple of years ago, my wife actually hit her up. So like, hey, you know what? We want to start making these tortillas at home. Please hook us up with the recipe. So she hooks up my wife with the recipe, and she goes uh, to tries to make them. And during the rollout process, she couldn't roll them out i mean and then so she's like hey i don't think i'm strong enough uh, to roll these tortillas out so i go over there i'm like i'm a man I'm, i try to roll these things out these things as hard, hard the dough is like a rock i'm like what are you doing here so i look at the recipe and then i i, I call my mother-in-law and there's a mi- missing ingredient that she doesn't send over okay so she tells us oh this is the missing ingredient but years go by we never you know paid attention to it we never went back to it but now i've been cooking it up so i hit her up again 
And this time she sends me the recipe with two missing ingredients. And let's go. Let let me be clear about this. Aren't there like three ingredients? Exactly. Making tortillas is not hard. You got the flour, you got salt, baking powder, and water. That's it. Or corn. You can do the corn ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you get the little masa, the, the corn masa, but I'm making flour ones. And so she forgets to send me over the baking powder and the salt on this this recipe. Luckily, I figured it out, YouTubed it, made some tortillas. They were hella good. However, with that said, I think she's sabotaging me on purpose. Well, listen, I do. Because she wants to be the one with the recipe. I do agree yes. that when there's one person in the family that's got the recipe, they like to be hit up for it because it, it's like a flex for them. But they don't like anyone else to have it because then they are obsolete. They're, they they like to be that one link, the missing link. Yeah, like my grandma has a had a Italian like spaghetti sauce that was so good, and she gave us the recipe, but it's never the same. Never the same. And and you right. think it's just because you're not as good of a cook as your grandmother or whatever, no, it's but it's probably sabotage. because she's changed the recipe. Yeah, they leave something out, or met- they're just old and they forget the recipe because they're just so used to it by that point. Yeah, but if that's the case, and I think some something has to do with the fact, like it's like eating a burger that's not made on. A grill that's been around for a thousand years is even if you remade that exact same burger same ingredients on a fresh grill it's just not going to be the same right there's something about those old grizzled hands on your mother-in-law yep you can tell her i said that that (laughs) i feel like my mom's got the mouth yeah yours got the hands yeah Uh, ali's mom's the goat let's not forget about the throat coat that's how she cooks she's got all those calluses and her tonsils ali's mom but the reality is that that, that, that's so gross that's what feels so good about it she has calluses but the idea is that uh there's something i agree that 40% 40% of it is just the fact that they know how to do it. But I yeah. do think that there is something to be said about a relative that purposely leaves out stuff to try to sabotage the fact that no, and that way we all go, well, it's not as good as mom's. And mom's sitting there laughing to herself going like, I didn't tell them. It's really nutmeg. You know right. what I mean? Like there's something going on there that they're not sharing. Does it take? There was one Chris. Uh-huh. There was there's, there was this one Christmas where we love their tamales, okay, and they. I, I was like, please write the recipe down. They're like, no, come over, and then you know you can write it down. But they go so fast and they're putting things in left and right. We're like, what? What are you guys doing? <laughs> it, it, it's it's like what? Come on, we came over to get the recipe and we're making tamales with you. And making tamales is like a day and a half process. Whoa! And they, they, they it's like. What are you doing here? I think it's what like ends, they definitely I, don't want to give us the recipe. Here's what I believe. I believe old people like to keep one thing that they sh- whisper to you on their deathbed. And when she's on her deathbed, she <laughs> will pu- she'll pull you in close and she'll say something like, Let it I bought rest. it at a store. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is Vaughn's. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Aisle, it would be a Cardenas probably. Aisle yeah. six. Go. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, I don't dude, doubt crazy. it. I remember during COVID, like a lot of store, like restaurants would be like, and now you can finally make the Shake Shack cheese sauce at home. But I always felt right. like they were leaving out stuff because yeah. if, if they do that, then you never have to go back there. <laughs> top drops of the year. Here's some honorable mentions. They did not make the top 10. For those of you that are new listeners to the show, you may have heard us play some of these. You may not understand where they came from. We'll try to explain quickly. This was a heated list. It was, for the most part, put together by Omar. He collects the sounds and plays them, usually yeah. when we least expect. I just expect- found one that I didn't include, actually. Oh, great. <laughs> I just looked at it. You want me to play yeah, it Yeah, what quick? is it? Sure. I'm a pretty lady. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. a nice one. I thought Jake said a, a thing about how he had a badonkadonk or something. Remember that one? He said something about how he had a nice... 
I don't know. You remember I it. I don't remember that. <laughs> Jake said something about <laughs> it. You're making stuff You're up You're obsessed with Jake's body. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Maybe you have a secret to tell. He's got all them curves. <laughs> He's uh, here are, are you going to motorboat him, too? Here's a few I was in a sex drought, and he kept ch- checking Jake out. <laughs> dude, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, stop looking at my boobs, man. You're not allowed to drink into the show anymore. Here is... Uh, <laughs> Here's your, uh, these are some runners up, Allie, and then we'll get to the number uh, the top ten. There's a runner up. We just got this from Shirley Manson of Garbage. She gave oh, this great. to us live at Acoustic Christmas. It will be a top drop probably in 2024. Not enough to make it into the yet. Yeah, here's some honorable mentions. What the f*** is wrong with you? Yeah, we love that. Shirley, thank you for that. That was the people fighting during the Acoustic Christmas show. I want to Christmas stop. Sorry, Butch. Uh, this, is another, <laughs> this is another runner up, by the way. I support ISIS for the record. Also, that's out of context as well. That, I said Santa Ana wins oh. also. <laughs> uh, that's a runner up. I didn't say that. Now we're entering the top 10. Top 10 drops of the year from this show. Where were you when you first heard these on the air? Did you realize that they would become the sensations that they were? Part of the DNA of the show. Here we go. At number 10. It is what it is. We got that from the Party Bros. These are real deal hardcore fans. They only discovered this show no, a few no, not months ago. The Party ago. Bros. The Bud, I mean, Light Bros. the Bud Light Bros. Excuse me. Thank you, Omar. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, these guys, we met them on our Vegas trip. They brought mm-hmm. their own cooler. They didn't bring any luggage. They just brought a cooler with them <laughs> <Yeah>. full <laughs> of cases upon cases of Bud Light. There and they dragged that cooler with them everywhere all over Vegas. Since then, they've gotten our show logo tattooed on their neck <laughs> and, and, chest. and on their chest. They they have not been listening to the show for very long, but they got they decided early on they were going to become real deal OG fans of the mm. show. And when we uh, chatted with them at the pool party in Vegas, this was right before he threw up before in the cabana. He threw up and had to get escorted out of the pool party. <laughs> he did tell us a lot about the world, and uh, oftentimes he a used lot about the, the world. It is what it is. That was he used that phrase I think fifteen times uh-huh. minimum. So trust they, me, take this guy's life advice. I love these guys, the Bud Light Bros. That's our number ten. Top drop of the year. At number nine, Allie, you may remember this. When it went to hell and back it by me. That's Allie singing Bacar like she does to herself. <laughs> Didn't realize the mics were on, and we captured that nugget, and we play it a lot. Yeah, and it's, I don't know why. I, that one, I don't understand why everyone loves it it's so a, much. Well, it, it's a top song of the year for sure, and mm-hmm. that little and it's a version. top cover Not a top song. Yeah. And also led up to one of the biggest K-Rock events of, uh, of the year, right. too. That's you know? true. That's true. At number eight, where were you when you first heard this? Ching, 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 ching. Oh, <laughs> love that one. I, I forgot about that yeah, one. That was me doing yeah, an impression of a, a, slot, a slot machine <laughs> that was paying off in Vegas. Omar has taken that drop and used it to... I remember it differently. Try, try to get me fired many times, but the reality is I was explaining how I missed when the slot yeah. machines used to actually... Pay Make out the sound. You would yeah, get the ching, 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 ching. And then now you just get the stupid ticket that prints out. It's not the same level of excitement. At number seven, <laughs> top drops of 2023. <laughs> so, this is the hardest part. <laughs> that was Omar oh, nice. Khan. A lot it. of these are Vegas. That was Vegas as well. Omar Khan was trying to get us yeah. to meet him. He called, left a very drunk voicemail message, I think, on right. Ali's phone. And he said we could find him. And he was at the club. So Gosh, he I was, was so out of it. it he was, was drunk. Number mm-hmm. six. These are the top drops of 2023 from this show. Welcome to the chocolate factory. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks to our boss for that one. Yeah, our boss, for some strange reason, he's into we're some st- weird stuff. We're still not sure. Sent Ali thanks, and I Fed. a video with no context. A woman, an old lady, unzipping her pants. No, 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 no. It was a regular aged woman. 
going pee in the woods, and then she <laughs> opened her pants, and inside the pants was an old lady saying this. What's in that dude's to the feed? Factory. Yeah, like these are what's popping up. Like you would also like. He sent that to us with no women context. Women hiding in other women's pants and saying, "Welcome to the chocolate." We don't factory. know what it came from, but we didn't really question it. I remember it. when you guys came in on Monday. You guys sent that to me because he didn't send it to me directly, and you guys like were I don't know what to respond back. That's weird. Well, because it was know? a group text with me and Klein and Kevin Weatherly. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, "What? Are, no one what is going on? Areas. We all just didn't respond." And Omar decided to use that often. That oh, number five. Yeah. We're in the top five drops of 2023 from this show. Here we go. Number five. I'm going to be eggless. Oh, my God. Met that guy at the bar. He uh, was very concerned about the egg prices that were skyrocketing toward the beginning of this year. And his uh, plan for 2023 was that he was just going to accept his fact that he was going to have to live an eggless life. I'm going to be eggless. At number uh, four, Allie, these are the top drops of the year from this show. Number and four. I would say most of these are people under the influence. A lot of them are. Mm-hmm. This one, don't think that we have that excuse. This is number four. Cancer Schmancer. That was a news anchor that was doing a story about someone that had cancer. <laughs> it's a serious story, it's a you know? Ser- it, was yeah. a ser- <laughs> this, it was a serious story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the person made it. And for whatever reason, when they went back to him for his comment, he just said, Cancer Schmancer. And we immediately fell in love with it because we were shocked that that made it onto the news. At number three, these are the top drops of 2023 from this show. Congratulations, Birds. President, just fresh from Thanksgiving, but boy, we get a lot of use out of that one. Thank you, President (laughs) Biden, for giving us that drop. And And that that was right after he said, that's a big bird, man. Yeah. (laughs) He was talking to his wife, Jill, by the way. (laughs) She was working on her holidays. He was talking about Allie's Allie's outfit from Acoustic Christmas. But regardless. uh, Congratulations, Birds. We love that. Brings us joy every time. At number two, uh, this is uh, one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and uh, this was when drummer Chad Smith won a big award. I forget what the award was, but this was his acceptance speech, and we use it a lot. This was the number two drop of the year. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I think he won, like, Drummer of the Year or something like that. That's what it was, Drummer of the Year, and that was his acceptance speech, so we (laughs) used that quite a bit. We have a tie for number two. There's another number two. Oh, tie. Tie. Number two, also this second. This list is long list. So well organized. <laughs> number two again. Here's Allie. 15 honorable mentions. Take a listen. Four number sevens. <laughs> Here's number two, two ties again. Here's my people. Right now. Uh, yeah. Allie, hold on. This is when you oh. were trying to say uh, you're my people and you screwed it up. These are my people, baby. And that became a bit of a calling, a rally cry for the show. These are my people, baby, baby. <laughs> Allie said that. Number two, that's tied for number two. These are my people, baby. Well, it was a catchphrase, and when we didn't know it was a catchphrase. And it really is the gift that keeps on giving. This is another number two drop from the show this year. Here we go. Wasabi. Oh, yay. <laughs> Only made it to number two. That's my favorite. I wish we would never play it again. It's the ding that does it for me. It happened yeah. during a round of Allie Knows the News. The answer was wasabi. I was excited. Wasabi. <laughs> and at number one, it's a tie. Again, another tie? A tie. So we've had. The five how many tie. number twos have we had? Doesn't matter. 
whole show's a giant number two. Jesus. Here it is. Uh, your number one clips from the year. And they I think they all involve you. Here we go. Allie, at number one is this. Here we are. Wow. First bike ride. <laughs> she fell off her bike. And that is tied with this, your other number one drop of the year. There it is, Sally doing her impression. I'm in a tie with myself. I can't even beat myself. It's unbelievable. (laughs) I know. And we all wish you would. Thanks. So there you have it. Top drops of 2023. The uh, the winning dropper here, this was Sally doing her impression of the silverware at Benihana. Problematic for sure, but she stands by it. Congratulations, top drop 2023. Okay, Rock, Klein Alley Show. Jake is T-minus one month away until he is no longer a uh, bachelor living in his own bachelor pad. We talked about the concept of a bachelor paddy. One final party before you give up your bachelor pad. And Christmas Day is the day that no longer celebrates just the birth of baby Jesus. It celebrates the death of single Jake because that's the day that he's moving in with his invisible girlfriend, Invisibeth. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And apparently, Allie, there has been... A, requ- a new request that has been made of Jake. Oh, yeah, that part's not fun. Before he moves in. Now, listen, living with Jake, working with Jake. Beginning it, of the end, dude. Yeah. Beginning of the end. And, you, yeah. and by the way, this request is so minor, and Jake is taking it like it is a life-changing thing that he says he couldn't see possibly how he could fulfill. And I'm just letting you know, man, have you ever lived with a woman before for any sort of an extended period of time? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Have you lived with another human? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I just saw some stat that said, People More living people than are, ever. are living at home in their parents' house, mm-hmm. and the age is getting longer and longer. And I think it's fifty percent of people. They, the whole stigma of being some loser that lives at home on your in your parents' basement is completely kind of gone now. And the reality is that I think fifty uh, percent of people from age I think twenty one to thirty. It was like twenty nine or thirty. Yeah. Yeah, they're still living at home. So I, and I think the parents are like, "God, get out of here." I don't know. It's weird. I, Yes, that's what my parents would say, 100%. Like, if I texted my mom right now and said, I'm going to move back home, she wouldn't be like, that's great news. Oh, my mom would love it. You're, you're right. Some moms would. Of yeah. course, your mom would love it. What What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Play the song. Well, I just know. So Jake is moving in with his girlfriend. And um, and, what... and I feel like she's getting the the raw end of the deal because he's the one with a bunch of weird tchotchkes and like he's got the rock stupid collection rock. yeah like and he has regulated a, to a single room right but right. he a lot of his stuff clashes with anybody right and she's the homeowner correct yes she correct. owns the home you're technically her tenant you're right. moving in so she'll have power always i mean it's 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 weird to know going into a living situation with someone if they own the place and things go south it's not a question as to who stays and who goes you definitely go yeah so what did she ask <laughs> what did she ask you for she said that she wants me to start making the bed every day. And, and that's I, that's a hard thing yeah, for you? He said, I can't do that. Yeah, what? He, it's like the simplest that's request. That's like the simplest thing. Wait, she wait, lives wait. in a She has a house. She's You're still going to be in bed, though, like when Jake gets up. You no, know, she gets up uh, around uh, when I do, too, because she works like East Coast time. So, oh. But I don't know if she needs me to make my bed twice a day, once a day. Yeah. But oh, because of your naps. Yeah, your nap because of my schedule. naps. Oh, that's And right. I just feel like it's a, it's always, making the beds always is a big waste of time. 
Okay. I, I don't disagree with Jake. First on that. of all, yeah, I don't think it's a waste of time. It 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 resets the day, so you feel like when you walk back into your room that everything's clean. It's like reset. It gives you this I nice sense. I don't need that. She Reset needs it. So give her what she needs. She's your girlfriend. She can do the bed. She can make her own bed. Yes, but she's the one with the upper hand. She has the house. She's got the money. But, she's got but the this taste. Is, but by the way, this is where it starts. See, that's my point is he's already, this is such a simple, I, I get it. I'm with Jake. I find it to be annoying too. It seems like a, a giant waste of time. But okay, this is such a small request in yeah. the scheme of requests. Make the bed and that's where she's starting no, no. and he just and, says but, no. And you're already Jake, saying no, no to it. Yeah. Like, Did what? you guys have a conversation, a bigger conversation about splitting up the chores or is this just the one thing that she doesn't want to do? She just wants you we, to do She kind of hinted at it because she needs like help with chores and stuff, but we haven't discussed like what all the chores will be in the house. But making the bed, me making my bed every day, I can't. Yeah, but I feel like Jake, every, she's going to go through the chores and he's going to be like, I don't believe in that. Right. I don't believe in dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in dishes. Right. He's going to just say, yeah, paper plates, baby. Right okay. after the next. And, and Jake is also going to do that thing. I just know because this is how Jake is. If let's just say the table is dirty and she says, can you clear the table? Jake will clear his thing off the table. Yes. And even if there's something right next to his thing that was hers. Like, That's yours. You pick it up. Right. Exactly. God. There's no, 100%. He's that like, would why? make me so infuriated. Why, why would I pick I that up? I my side of the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when you wake up from a nap, Jake, it's really just about like opening the covers and just putting them back down. Like you, when you, I, if I take a nap, you're just ruining a corner of the bed. You're not ruining the oh, whole that's bed. That's the way I nap. Oh my God! What are you doing <laughs> could, in there? Could you, uh, yeah, Jake, you gotta use that whole bed, baby. <laughs> could, Jake, could you, could you negotiate with her, where you say, "Look, I'm not gonna make the bed in the morning because we're both leaving the house." And, and you don't care because you're the next one in it when you go in for your nap. She doesn't take a nap in the middle of the day like you do, right? No, she doesn't. Okay, so could would you be opposed to making the bed only after the nap so that when she goes to bed at night, the bed she feels like the bed is made? It's possible. Jesus, I think we, can I, you compromise a little I bit? We, <laughs> I just said it's possible. I think we could mediate the situation. This is like, if we get her on, you think I could mediate this? Where you and I've met her. She's like the sweetest, most, right, like I, she's a compromiser. Right. I know it. The fact she's even asking for this means there's probably a thousand things she's done. she hasn't said that she yes. wants. And she's like, this she, is such a simple Everything else she'd thing. be like, it's okay, whatever. Right, she's very easygoing. Yes. She puts up with you, which is shocking. And you guys have been together for you know two years, right? Yes, two years, but she's also very strict about wearing shoes in the house. I've gotten yelled at it numerous times now. But she you wants you to not wear shoes in the house. You yeah, wear flip-flops. Like flip-flops. Yeah, your little sandals. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to hear the... I'm telling you, if I lived with Jake and I saw his weird toe, I would enforce shoes in the house. Yeah. I wish you lived together. Yeah. You, you, you need to wear cement blocks around your feet. Yeah, I don't want to move into Klein's house. Yeah, Jake's toe, which I think has officially been named by the audience, uh, Jar Jar Pinks. <laughs> is that the one they went with, or do they go with Obi- uh, Toby Wan Toby, Kenobi. Kenobi? Which yeah. one did the audience vote as your to- your weird toe's name? I like Toby Wan Kenobi the best. All right, so Jake's dumb toe, Tartar Binks. Jar Jar. Tartar uh, Binks? Jar, Jar, Why is it called Jar Jar? Jar Jar Binks. I feel like Binks. that is very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Forget, we'll go with Toby One Kenobi. Jake's toe is a real problem. Jake, you got to make the bed, dude. I, I'm telling you, this you're going to be Just homeless. Just make the damn bed. Yeah, you're going to be homeless within two months if you, you don't. have no bed oh, to make. the bed to make. There's, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'm not going to make my cardboard. I'm not doing it. <laughs> my bed, my rules. It's K-Rock, Clyde Alley Show. Thank you for drinking with us today. We greatly appreciate it. All week, contractually, we are obligated to do a look back countdown list. The 10 best original songs from this show, the 10 top drops of this show. 
Allie decided that today for our final look back, she wanted to prove that she is not the only gay person on the show. Yeah, and um, I didn't do it like you do it, Klein, where I have like 16 honorable mentions and like five number twos and six ties for number one. I just did a straight up top ten list, okay? And these are the gayest things that were said on the show all year by could be anybody. A lot of it's Klein, but it could be anybody. Now, did you guys all get together and decide, let's go through hours and hours and hours of audio and find all the ways we can sabotage Klein on his final show? Yeah, and show? this and that. Okay. That was me. Here's your number 10. It's a painful thing, and you can feel the girth of it, and you're like, oh, man, this is not going to yeah. be fun. Oh that was number God. 10. Klein, <laughs> what the hell were you talking I about don't there? Know. I would love a little context here, guys, because I don't know what I was talking about. That was okay. number 10? That yeah. only made it to 10? Mm-hmm. That was number 10. This is number nine. Branding the pressure on the rectum and anus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was reading something there. Mm, I yeah, was... I try to use that excuse and it never works. Yeah, so. It didn't sound like that at all. No, That's how I read. You were, uh, That's how I read. Branding the pressure on the rectum and anus. It sounds like you were speaking from experience. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, re- I don't remember. Like what... He was relieving the moment. It sounds like you were speaking from anus. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what we were talking about, but I remember you guys handed me something to read and I read it like a dummy. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you guys took from that. All right. I will put myself in this. This is my only nomination. This is number eight on the list of gayest moments of the show in 2023. So Tigger's with- nose really had a, uh, a nice angle to it. You know what I mean? So when you would... <laughs> what is that? That was when I would hump my Tigger animal. Oh, Ali used to go to town yeah. on her Tigger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was weird. Oh, boy. <laughs> this and that. Uh, all right. We move on to number seven. And I traded uh, my b-hole for some menthol smokes. All right. Yeah. That, once again. And now we're back. Uh, that checks out. Okay. That is me. I just had to move down. away to me for a second so we could get back to you. I was role-playing. No, you were down and out, back in your college days, and That's... you had to do what you had to do, man. Yeah. We get I it. traded uh, my b-hole for some menthol smokes. It's That's... good that you can admit that. It's yeah. called a joke. It's called a joke. Mm. That's not funny. All right, uh, coming in at number six, this is a nomination from Johnny. Oh, yeah. with no spoon, yeah. I just mouth it. Johnny just mouths it. He loves to mouth it. <laughs> yeah. All right, number five. This Johnny, one... congrats. Welcome to the list, buddy. You made it. Good stuff right there. Yeah, just... good job, Johnny. Just mouths it. And don't worry, Vanessa's making an appearance, too, hey, at number Vanessa. five. This is Vanessa. I love the gays. <laughs> hey, Vanessa. All right. I do. That's, That's very, great... very progressive. That's a very good drop. I can't wait to use that in the new year. Okay. Then we go to number four. How would you like some cock sauce? <laughs> All right. That, yeah, that was I... shocking when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you have some in your throat? <laughs> yeah, clear it out. How would you like some cock sauce? That was when we were talking about the shortage of sriracha. Okay. There was a shortage of sriracha this year. It was a big story. Mm-hmm. They call sriracha cock sauce. Mm-hmm. It was totally on the up and up when I said it. All no right. one stopped down the show then. Do you want to defend this one now? This is number three. Milk, milk me. What? What? The what? Omar, did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is this is this milk me? That was a caller. That was a caller, and it was name yeah. was written like M I L C M E. Okay. Milk Got me. It. That was the name butcher. But yes, milk me. I understand why that would come back to All right. bite me in the ass. Um, this is number two, and this one you've heard this week a lot. We're at the Pantages. <laughs> hey, Pantages. Pantages made it to number two, Only but did not two. make it to number one. Well, hold on. Before you play the number one gayest clip, as a gay lady, do you take pride in this, or are you? Oh, extreme pride. Oh, you don't. You're not a. Okay, you're not ashamed. 
Why would I be ashamed? I'm ashamed listening back to these. You shouldn't be ashamed. Oh, okay. In that case, that's the thing. This is a celebration of the All gayness right. of you. That wonderful. And the final clip is. Go ahead. Number one, one on the list. The gayest thing that was said on the entire show in 2023. Here is your number one. When I was younger, I could satisfy 50 to 100 men per day. What? Okay. <laughs> wow. Klein, you that- dog. <laughs> I remember what that was from. Kevin Klein no, we were talk- is the throat goat. We were talking about the Employee of the Month nominee that retired. She used to work in Vegas at a brothel, and she I finally retired. Blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. When I was younger, I could satisfy 50 to 100 men per day. That was busy the whole time. A lot of menthol. <laughs> so. Thank you for drinking with us today. We greatly appreciate it. All week, contractually, we are obligated to do a look back countdown list. The 10... Best original songs from this show, the 10 top drops of this show. Allie decided that today for our final look back, she wanted to prove that she is not the only gay person on the show. Yeah, and um, I didn't do it like you do it, Klein, where I have like 16 honorable mentions and like five number twos and six ties for number one. I just did a straight up top 10 list, okay? And these are the gayest things that were said on the show all year by it could be anybody. A lot of it's Klein, but it could be anybody. Now, did you guys all get together and decide, let's go through hours and hours and hours of audio and find all the ways we can sabotage Klein on his final yeah, show? Yeah, this and that. Okay. That was me. Here's your number 10. It's a painful thing, and you can feel the girth of it, and you're like, oh, man, this is not going to yeah. be fun. Oh that was number God. 10. Klein, <laughs> what the hell were you talking I about don't there? Know. I would love a little context here, guys, because I don't know what I was talking about. That okay. was number 10? That uh, only made it to 10? Mm-hmm. That was number 10. This is number nine. Draining the pressure on the rectum and anus. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was reading something there. Mm, Yeah, I try to use that excuse and it never works. It didn't sound like that at all. That's how I read. You were. uh, That's how I read. Draining the pressure on the rectum and anus. It sounds like you were speaking from experience. (laughs) I'm telling you, I I don't remember. He was relieving the moment. It sounds like you were speaking from anus. I don't don't know (laughs) what we were talking about, but I remember you guys handed me something to read and I read it like a dummy. And then that's what you guys took from that. All right. I will put myself in this. This is my only nomination. This is number eight on the list of gayest moments of the show in 2023. Tigger's nose really had a a nice angle to it. You know what I mean? So when you would... (laughs) What is that? That was when I would hump my Tigger animal. Oh, Allie used to go to town on her Tigger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. That was weird. Oh, boy. <laughs> this and that. Uh, all right. We move on to number seven. And I traded uh, my b-hole for some menthol smokes. All right. Yeah. That, once again. And now we're uh, back. That uh, checks out. Okay. That is me. I just had to move down. away to me for a second so we could get back to you. I was role-playing. No, you were down and out, back in your college days, and That's... you had to do what you had to do, man. Yeah, we get I it. traded uh, my b-hole for some menthol smokes. It's That's... good that you can admit that. It's yeah. called a joke. It's called a joke. Mm. That's not funny. All right. Uh, coming Thank in you. at number <laughs> six. This is a nomination from Johnny. Oh, yeah. with no spoon. Yeah. I just mouth it. Johnny just mouths it. He loves to mouth it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number five. This Johnny, one... congrats. Welcome to the list, buddy. You made it. Good stuff right there. Yeah, just... good job, Johnny. Just mouths it. And don't worry. Vanessa's making an appearance, too. Hey, at number Vanessa. five. This is Vanessa. I love the gays. <laughs> hey, Vanessa! All right! I do. That's, That's very, great... very progressive. That's a very good drop. I can't wait to use that in the new year. Okay, then we go to number four. How would you like some cock sauce? <laughs> All right. That, yeah, that was I... shocking when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that... <coughs> 
You have some in your throat. <laughs> yeah, clear it out. How would you like some cock sauce? That was what we were talking about, the shortage of sriracha. Okay. There was a shortage of sriracha this year. It was a big story. Mm-hmm. They call sriracha cock sauce. Mm-hmm. It was totally on the up and up when I said it. All no right. one stopped down the show then. Do you want to defend this one now? This is number three. Milk, milk me. What? What? The what? Hell? Omar, did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is this, is this milk me? That was a caller. That was a caller, and it, his name yeah. was written like M-I-L-C-M-E. Okay. Uh, milk me. It. That was the name butcher. But yes, milk me. I understand why that would come back to. All right. Bite me in the ass. Um, this is number two, and this one you've heard this week a lot. We're at the Pantages. <laughs> hey, Pantages. Pantages made it to number two, Only but did not make two. it to number one. Well, hold on. Before you play the number one gayest clip, as a gay lady, do you take pride in this, or are you? Oh, extreme pride. Oh, you don't. You're not a. Okay, you're not ashamed. Why would I be ashamed? I'm ashamed listening back to these. You shouldn't be ashamed. Oh, okay. In that case, that's I the thing. This is a celebration of the All gayness right. of you. That wonderful. <laughs> And the final clip is, go ahead. Number one on. on the list, the gayest thing that was said on the entire show in 2023. Here is your number one. <laughs> when I was younger, I could satisfy 50 to 100 men per day. <laughs> okay. Wow. Klein, you that... dog. <laughs> I remember what that was from. Kevin Klein no, we were talk... is the throat goat. We were talking about the Employee of the Month nominee that retired. She used to work in Vegas. At a brothel, and she I finally retired. Blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. When Context. I was younger, I could satisfy 50 to 100 men per day. That's busy the whole time. A lot of menthols. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rock, Klein Alley Show. It's time for an obligatory, legally required year-end countdown. The year is coming to an end. Only three days plus till Christmas. Then you got 2024. Fresh on the heels. And we got to go ahead and give you the, uh, the year-end look back. These are the 10 best original songs that we brought to you this year on K-Rock. Of course, you would think you listen, uh, you hear K-Rock, you think about K-Rock. Historically, some of the greatest songs ever made in the history of music you've heard on this radio station. Well, they made a lot of top 10 lists, right? I mean, top 10 Billboard, top 10 Alternative. There's a lot of top 10s on the station. None of the songs we made made any list outside of this one we're about to put them on, which uh, we've created, so we control the list. We and have to make our own top 10 to be on the top 10. Just to make 10. the list, which is sad to begin with, but uh, some of you have heard these songs. Some of you may be a new listener. You may not know. What was the origin behind the weekend song, which I hear every Friday? Uh, some things that started as dumb little ideas on the show usually escalated to dumb little songs. We've played once or twice and never again. Every once in a while, some made it through. We've heard them a few times. I cannot believe, Allie, that we are about to give you the top ten songs that we created. And just these, this year. And by the way, when I say we, I mean that not just internally the royal here. We. Some of it were uh, listener-generated songs we heard on the Goat Line. Mm-hmm. You think of all the theme songs we've received, hundreds of theme songs we've received for Ali Knows the News this year. There's so many songs that we've received from listeners. We cannot thank you enough. And then so- songs and spin-offs of those songs. Yeah, so yeah. let's go ahead and start with the number 10. And, I, and by the way, I have to be honest, I'm shocked. This did not even make the top 10. This was the runner-up song, very close to making it. This was... Vanessa, a.k.a. Dead Tooth, when she was all numbed up from going to the dentist to get her dead teeth replaced with other dead teeth, and she gave us this. (laughs) I'm lost in this memories, leaving behind my own illusion, lost (laughs) all my dignity as I'm singing this song. Yeah, I sound fine. 
So that's... <laughs> that's Hell right. yeah. That's right. That's Hell right, yeah. Vanessa. That didn't even make the uh, top ten. Let's officially get into the list right now. Uh, the order has been selected. I think there'll be some upsets and some surprises here. Number How many number twos and number ones will there be? We'll find out. They're, trust me, when you hear them, they're all number twos. <laughs> this is your number ten song of 2023. I don't remember why this thing started, Allie, but there was a discussion about the fact that a lot of the songs over the course of the, uh, our lifetime that celebrated big asses were going to go away because they were not woke enough for 2023 culture. And uh, ACDC and any big booty. Any Fat of the, Bottom Girls, all, all that right, stuff. We started listening and talking about the songs that celebrated big asses. And then we talked about how there's uh, really only songs that celebrate big asses and little asses, but there's been no song. For just a regular old ass. And that is when, for some reason, no one asked for it. We stepped in and we gave them this, the first ever hip-hop anthem to celebrate the medium asses. So you think Big Butts is where it's at? Well, think again. And this ain't no little ass anthem either. It's 2023. What, what? <laughs> Let's celebrate the average butt. Give me with it. Freak, you crazy for this one. <laughs> Big booty hoes got to go. Itty bitty bums, time to run. The fat bottom girls make the world go round. Well, step off, bitch. Time for average mounds. So many songs about big asses, but I do speak for the masses. May not be pretty, may not be cute. No caps love for the average glute. Big butt, small butt, I say pass. Hello, ladies, medium ass. Medium ass, medium ass. Sorry, Jack, it's the new first class. First class. Now, there you go. I forgot the rhyme scheme of that. It really was a great second listen. Thank you for Especially saying rhyme Especially when, when you kind of lose it at the end. I lost it at the beginning. Hello, ladies, medium ass. Right. Well, like thank you, Jake. And I'll say since, and Jake knows because he is a pretty lady, since we did drop that song on K-Rock for the first and last time ever, Medium Ass, we did find a, quite a few news stories that supported the claim that most people are actually into yeah, Medium Ass. They did a whole study about the ass, the asses that people like the most, and it is Medium ones. So, once again, that's yours. You can take that song and run with it. Play it at your uh, upcoming holiday party. Gather the family around. <laughs> Glute. Number nine. This is a song that I don't think we even gave a full listen to on the radio this year. But we were supposed to be joined earlier this year by the woman, the billionaire heiress to the In-N-Out fortune. Her family oh, started In-N-Out. Yes. The daughter was uh, going to join us here in studio. And something happened. I forget if she was sick or one of us was, I don't yeah. know. We're going to reschedule. We'll have her in here because we obviously have a lot of great ideas for In-N-Out. We were going to do a menu redo with In-N-Out and pitch them some new stuff. And Allie decided to pitch them a new theme song. Yeah, I decided to redo their jingle. And uh, that's right, I forgot I even did this. Well, we all did, and uh, but you know what? Someone <laughs> so remembered. It is the number nine. I don't even know how this beat medium ass song. Wow. This is the number nine greatest song. Are these the Omar? Are these the best songs or the worst songs? What's the order? Is it going better or uh, worse? You could interpret it the way you want. <laughs> right. Don't overthink it. Okay. This is number nine, though. This is <laughs> Allie's new In and Out jingle that she was actually prepared to pitch to the woman who runs and owns In and Out. Go into it or drive through it. However you do it, you won't poo-poo it. Want a custom order? In and out will do 
it. They always get your order. No need to redo it. Family night after a drunken fight. There's always a reason for the best burger of your life. That's your number nine. Beautiful. Best original Wow, song. bravo, bravo. That's right. People <laughs> went nuts for that. In and Out is not returned a phone call, or even asked us to uh, get a version of that song. Family night, after a drunken fight, yeah, we there's heard the always lyrics. a reason for the best burger of your life. This uh, number eight song on the list was inspi- It was actually sent to us by a listener and uh, inspired by Allie's mother. When we found out that oh, Allie's man. mom is the throat goat, we did receive this song. And I, and I will say, uh, some songs we get from listeners are terrible at first listen. Others get better the more you listen to them. This one, I think, was an instant hit. I don't know what it was about the song. Then you asked the creator, like, when did you know that this was going to be a hit? And you're like, I just knew I wrote it in, like, five minutes on the back of a napkin, and I just knew. This is a listener by the name of Roy Meir, and he wrote a song inspired by Allie's mom's skills. And this is not a safe-for-work song, but enjoy <laughs> it anyway. It's your number eight biggest song of 2023. Allie's mom can do magic. Her mouth, what that mouth do? She even locked down three husbands with her skills down south. <laughs> She's known around the world for more than just the tip. Take it all the way. She's got that legendary got got gorilla grip. And when she talks about her sex life, Allie wants to hurl. Yes. But even Allie can't deny her mom will rock your f***ing world. Allie's mom is no stranger to the dawn. She'll make you weak in the knees and she's not gonna need long. If you got time for a squeeze, 15 minutes is all she needs. <laughs> she won't forget the scrub cause Allie's mom <laughs> is the throat goat. <laughs> I didn't even hear that last part, though. She won't forget the scroll. She won't forget the scroll. Pays attention to everything. Allie's mom. I love it. Disgusting. You gotta play that for your mom. Oh my god! Can we please call and play it for her? No. Come on. No. For the holiday. No. Christmas. Christmas. Absolutely not. None of those reasons. No. Vanessa, get Allie's mom on the phone. Vanessa, don't do it. Get her on the phone. Stop. Twenty bucks. Get her on the phone. I'll give you forty. Stop. Sixty bucks. Get her on. Eight hundred dollars. Okay. Fine. Don't get her on the phone. Wow, El Chipo, really? Yes. You don't to think play I'm... my mom a th- song about her being a throat goat? No. 120. You don't think she no. would like? All right, Omar's in. All right, I'm with Omar. All right, Wait, fine. You don't think, Allie, your mom would? 125. Fine. You, she wouldn't be proud of that song, you don't think? I don't want to hear her reaction is the point. Right. I don't want to know what she thinks She'll about love this. It. Yeah. I don't. Like that. All that is true. <laughs> Allie, I've been telling you. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we'll try. Well, t- to be determined. It's all wasted on me. Maybe tomorrow that will be a great send off to the year as we get Allie's mom on and play her the song. Yeah, except we're not going to do that. We're well, doing my play. You know what? I strike in your play. Let's get your mom on. <laughs> Why not both? Number seven. Biggest songs of the year. Apparently, I did a terrible impression at some point of Adam Sandler. Yay! And, oh, I'm glad uh, this made this list. These songs are now, there was a couple of songs that uh, were inspired. I don't, some of them came from listeners. Some of them were made here. Mm-hmm. This is uh, some Sandman songs in honor of my impression of the great Adam Sandler. The Sandman's here for some show. Hello, <laughs> 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 
Mr. Rachel. <laughs> so there you go. There's a few. I mean, there's others. One, others here. We don't. This is Enter Sandman. Sandman here for some show. Where's the red coat? So there you go. Thank you. Sandman's oh. time. All right, that's uh, the number seven spot on the countdown list. Number six, this was Ali's Neighbor. We met this guy many months ago, and we were just doing a Meet the Neighbors, and he wrote a song about how uh, the water is running out. It doesn't seem like it today because it's a torrential downpour. Yeah, but he, he posts YouTube videos regularly on the Nextdoor app in our area because he lives in our area, and he posts usually songs about the environment. This is Ray Hopscotch. Now, Ray Hopscotch, <laughs> original song that <laughs> we Heaven got. Star. Was the- so he had written a lot of songs about the environment and about how to make the neighborhood better. We currently use him now uh, as our official theme song uh, to do the uh, Meet the Neighbor song. And uh, I mean, even his. Well, even before that, he wrote a song about our show. So, yeah, this is the one that's actually, I'll get to that last because that's going to be the one that actually made the cut. But this was, as you know, you've probably heard him because he did this song about, um, this was about the Meet the Neighbors. This was before we added music. Do meet the neighbors, find out who is who, whose car's parked out front, whose dog is in your yard. Meet the neighbors before they pick your flowers. And uh, the guy's so talented. He came to our live broadcast on Friday. We got to meet him. He looked every bit as, uh, as I pictured he would. Uh, yeah, he was like, wearing a leather vest. He fell off a Fleetwood Mac tour bus 20 years ago. Yeah. And he's a nice guy. And this very song tan, very blonde was, hair. he wrote about our show. And it has become your number six best original song of 2023. Sometimes I need a good reason to get out of bed. Got sleep in my eyes, clouds in my head. I need a shot of something to make my motor go. Yes, I do. So I turn on the climb and the show. Enough. We no, should, no. every time we come back on a Monday, we should play that. Every morning, yeah. We should play that, that track is, every uh, Monday when we come back. Good. That's Ray, awesome. Ray it's Heisenberg, great. thank you for that. It's a great <laughs> song. We'll get to the end of your list, Top 10 Original Songs 2023, next on K-Rock. Contractually obligated, year-end countdown list, Top 10 Original Songs from the show. If you're just joining us, that was Cannons, Loving You, an actual song on K-Rock. And these are ones, dumb ones that we made up or were sent to us by listeners. Yeah, uh, just it, to recap, Media Mass at 10, <clears throat> Allie's uh, In-N-Out Jingle at 9. Ali's mom is the throat goat. Listener submitted at eight. The Sandman songs at seven. And Ray Hospital, Ali's neighbor, uh, gave us two. Uh, Ray a lot Hospital? A lot of original songs. <laughs> Ray uh, Happenstills. Ray Happenstills, whatever. He gave us uh, the number uh, six song on the list. We have five left, the big five. A lot of people are wanting us to put this playlist out on Spotify or whatever so that people can download it and have it be their holiday playlist. I'm going to tell you this number five song, which was also listener submitted, is maybe my favorite of the year. 
and it's about Jake and his beautiful man boobs. Oh yeah, you're very passionate about those. I think this song yeah, it's creepy. This song has got a great <laughs> rhyme scheme, and I think everyone will enjoy it. If you haven't heard it yet, yeah. thank you again. Listen, listener submitted a song about Jake's breasts. Look at the rack on that guy. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, at the K-Rock station in L.A. City, you can meet the nerd boy with the dill old biddies. They are round and plump and awkwardly pretty. He's got world-famous man boobs. The first time you see him, it can be quite a shocker. Pulls his dog to the side to show his double dill knockers. It's weird seeing such a nice pair of milk frothers hanging there on a dude. He's got man milk dill dangles. Bigger than Allie's ankles. And they're nicer than Allie's, because Allie's got wonky boobs. And a wonky leg and a wonky tattoo. Since we're on the topic, her face kind of wonky too. She doesn't know how to ride a bike and her wife cheats on her all the time. So, drop on by if you're in LA City. You can meet Jake the Nerd and his dill old biddies. They're uncomfortably nice and make Klein real giddy. Woo! Double dill man boobs. <laughs> that is your number, number five song of 2023 Jake's oh, boobs. I think Klein, uh, Jake has enough for an HR complaint at this point. With oh, how yeah. totally. <laughs> We're trying to retire <laughs> here. <Sure> does. <laughs> Jake, you know, though, what an impressive rack you have. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to retire. HR. We're getting in contact. HR's on break already. Don't worry. And HR's not they listening. They are not listening <laughs> to this show. Uh, at number five, uh, uh, excuse me, at number four now. Number four. Allie fell off her bike this year. It was hilarious. We've heard a lot. And there were so many songs that came through about it. Uh, Allie falling off her bike. I mean, and there are different versions of the same kind of concept, which is just uh, Allie can't stay on her bicycle. <laughs> And I'm going to play some of them now. I can stay on a bicycle. I know how to ride a bicycle. But, I mean, here there just... was a guy that jumped out of nowhere. I know. And I then know. I did the front brake, which apparently stops the bike very, very suddenly. Uh, I mean, just take a listen, because some of these are just they're so great that we had to kind of combine them into one But here. Here we are. First bike ride. That's a Dave Matthews version of it we got. The sound is just so complicated. I love. This was another one. Alright. That's Ali's wife making a cameo. Are you alright? This was a good one too. Alright. I freaked out. At number three, guys, number three, uh, this is a crazy story that happened. My daughter was preparing to sing at her four-year-old graduation. Oh, she sang yay. a beautiful song about one small voice mm-hmm. where they uh, basically all, it made me cry. One small voice. And I said, could you please sing it into daddy's phone so that I can play this in the future when you're old and you hate me, but I want to listen to this moment and capture it forever. And when I gave her my phone, she instead sang this. Is it ready? Yeah. <laughs> penis vagina, penis butt, uh, penis vagina, penis poopa, poop pee, throw up, penis usta, penis pasta, penis pasta, penis pasta, poop, penis poop. Penis, stupid, and goddamn okay. it. <laughs> that was not the song I wanted. 
She sang that song. It made me cry. And it's not the one I wanted. I don't even know where she got it. I think it. my favorite is the poop. Throw up! Yeah, and then that I'm song. Man, God damn. That, that's, that song got remixed so many times. Penis, vagina, penis, va, penis, vagina, penis, poop, So that was the ska version. I mean, there's a lot of versions we got. Oh, yeah. Penis, vagina, penis, va, penis, vagina, penis, poop, I mean, it, it hit a lot of yeah, different. Yeah, that was boys was, to men. That was all boys That's to men. This is the old yeah. rock version. Penis vagina, penis ba, penis vagina, penis poopa poop. But it wasn't yeah, until that was crash test dummies right there. That's, That's right. right. It, it wasn't until the Crystal Method uh, got behind it, and as you know, they have been uh, supporters of this show from the very beginning. They gave us which the, is crazy, by the way. It is, it is crazy, <laughs> you know, and I don't I take it them. for granted. And I, and I can't believe whenever they take some of their time and their talent to rework yeah. songs from this show. When they decided, Allie, that they were going to put their spin on the penis pasta song, this was the real. This is when it really hit it to the next level. And this is your number three song of 2023. <laughs> 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 It's actually a great song. Someone did tell us in a DM that they were, this song is in their download list and it came on when they were making out with someone they met on a date. Nice. <laughs> so they, that's your number three song. It just goes on. It just forever. keeps going. It's the longest song ever. What did your kids think when you played this for them? I did not play this for them. Let's call them. What? I did not. No. <laughs> you know what? 20 bucks? Allie, I'll play this for my kids if you play Throat Goat for your mom. Uh, no. <laughs> so thank you, Crystal Method, for that. All right, we have two songs left. we got to take a break, though. Oh, my what God. What will be the top two songs of 2023 from this show? What a trip down memory lane this has been. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. All right. Finally at the top two. Original songs of 2023. At number two, I can't believe this didn't take the top spot. We'll get to your ADD news in just a moment, so go nowhere. Your Mall Santa story's coming up, and tickets for you to go to the Pantages. <laughs> I've embraced it, Allie. At number two. Yeah, I love it. Allie was doing an ADD news First story. First comes denial, then comes acceptance. That's right. You talked about how uh, the key to writing a happy song is simple. You just need the same sort of melody. I said anyone could write a happy song. I came to the table and brought you guys this song. It's not about that Monday or Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday. Thursday, forget that noise. Then I whistled. Uh -huh. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? No. Oh, I forgot how bad this song was. The original was. is Man, so bad. That's the original song. How did the Crystal Method... <laughs> Listen to that and think I could make that great. I don't know. Yeah. But they did like, it because it. it's so bad, you know. My version is very bad, and the Crystal Method. There's a little more of my. They polished the turn. Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday's where it's at. And 
Sunday, sleeping in, eating brunch. So that is a terrible, <laughs> terrible song. But once again, I can't believe we give you any credit for this. The Crystal Method took the song and they did. They made this out of it, and this became the number two. It's maybe the most requested song we play. We only do it once a week on K Rock. But Jake still posts it every week. It's not about that Monday, Tuesday. No one cares about Wednesday, Thursday. Forget that noise. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready for the rear end? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trash. Thursday, Friday, forget about that. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, sleeping in, eating brunch. <laughs> I mean, they made it. Wasabi. Thank, thank you, Omar. <laughs> they made it so much better. That is. How is that only the number two song, Allie? Hit the beat, oh, hit, hit the mall. Go out with friends, do nothing at all. Sleep in like movies, read books. Anything goes, just turn cool. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? Go. Are you ready for the weekend? Yeah. Are you ready for the rear end? No. He yeah. made you sing when know. you were talking. Yeah, those guys are geniuses. Like, how did he make you? That's crazy. But that's not the number yeah. one song. This guy, apparently everyone has agreed this is your number one song of 2023, and Allie once again takes the cake. When it went to hell and back it by me, and it happened to me. <laughs> Unbelievable that that won the whole list. So stupid. What a waste of everyone's time. Not even a original song. One. That's the number one really? song. Really? Well, we That's ran out of so time. Bad. Not even. Da, 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 A lot of runners up. Da, 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 we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 